So welcome, welcome everyone. This is episode seven of Adjusting to Life, Babies and Pediatric Chiropractic. And today I have a wonderful mother with us. She's going to share her experiences of motherhood, um, what she experienced with craniosacral therapy, pediatric chiropractic, and just, you know, we're going to just chat. So it should be really fun and relaxing. So welcome, Jen. Um, you're a very dear mother, and I enjoyed meeting you. How many years ago was that? That was five years ago. And wow. thank you for having me today, Laura. I'm a big fan of yours. I'm, I'm happy to talk with you about um, my experiences with craniosacral. It's been a really, really great journey with you the past five years. Well, thank you. It's been a great journey with you and your wonderful daughter. And um, well, I actually did a lot of pediatric chiropractic on her, but it may have looked seamless with the work that I did with craniosacral as well. So mm -hmm. um, there's, there's a distinction there that I'm trying to make. Um, but so you're, but you're a mother of two and what do you do to serve the public in your work if you feel comfortable saying? Okay, I'm a, I'm a licensed mental health professional, and so I've uh, worked uh, in communities with families and children in the past, and currently I'm helping adults in workplace issues. Oh, cool. That sounds really fulfilling. Mm -hmm. What's the most challenging part of that? So... Uh, the most challenging part, um, I think since becoming a mother, is that I used to have a very good uh, boundary up around me where I was uh, able to be with people with their struggles and their hurts in life, especially with children, and still have a boundary. Um, since becoming a mother, it almost felt like my heart just was ripped wide open. And so I, I have to be more diligent now with, um, you know, keeping a boundary and protecting um, myself with other people's hurts. And, and that kind of uh, prompted a career change for me, too. That's uh, why I had, had a, a shift in focus to work with adults with the a different topic because um, I, I, I was much more impacted by children's hurt in life. So mm, That would, yeah, that would be hard to have, you know, good boundaries and yet be empathetic, but not go mm -hmm. into complete sobbing and over empathy around children's hurts. And I mean, mm -hmm. that must be so hard as a mother to do that kind of work. Right, right. And um, what what aspects of motherhood have, have surprised you the most, like that you didn't know or that, you know, people didn't tell you? Is there something you can think of? You know, I, I didn't know that I would like staying at home so much. I, I used to be a person that was always on the go, out and about, you know, um, going to events, always seeking out some kind of excitement in my life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but since I'm kids, I enjoy being at home now. I, I like having uh, our little environment set up where I know they're safe and I'm you know, able to be with them and they feel like they're accomplishing their environment. I, I really do enjoy staying at home with them now. Wonderful. Yeah, it's surprising since COVID, we've had to stay at home and it's surprising how mm-hmm. much we like being at home. Yes, and I feel like my life has changed in a lot of ways with COVID, but that is something that I think has been a real strength of mine right now is, is that, uh, you know, just enjoying being at home with my family. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I felt really fortunate that I've had that perspective because I know a lot of people are, are had to change their lives a lot because of that. Right. Right. Well, um, let's get to some of the meat of the, of the interview now. So um, would you feel comfortable sharing about your first pregnancy, um, you know, generally how that was and how labor and delivery was? just what you feel comfortable sharing. Okay. Yeah, so uh, my pregnancy with Sophia, my first daughter, who's now five, uh, that was, you know, um, a pretty uh, routine kind of pregnancy. There, there wasn't very many challenges that came up in it. Um, I was um, uh, very excited to become a mother at the time. I was 35. And... Um, I think it was maybe the last week, week 40, I started, my, my blood pressure started to elevate a little bit. And so that was something that the doctors were initially concerned about. Um, but fortunately, I um, was working with a group that had midwives and doctors, mm-hmm. and they um, allowed me to wait you know, a day to kind of see how my progress and I was able to do a, a natural delivery um, with no medical interventions um, at their facility. And um, it was probably about an eight hour um, labor from the time that my water broke at eight in the evening until she was born at four o'clock in the morning. So Mm-hmm. Um, I feel really blessed, you know, that there, there was um, some major complications because obviously a raise in high blood, or a blood pressure can, can be really serious. So I feel really fortunate about that. Mm-hmm. And how was, um, how did, so did your blood pressure come down after the delivery and everything? Was the delivery assisted? Was the baby pulled on at all? Uh, so my blood pressure did come down. Um, she, um, let's see, I'm trying to remember the, the very last phase of the birth when I was pushing lasted about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so I know that they were very patient to, um, allow me and, and her to work together to come out. I don't, recall that she was pulled on mm-hmm. but again I was really really deep in labor at that point so I was really inside my body I wasn't actually 
thinking about what other people were doing at the moment. <laughs> of so course. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. And so how were your first few weeks with her? As far as breastfeeding, latch, and all of that? Well, that actually um, prompted for us to eventually meet because I had uh, a difficult time with a pain patch with her because um, I was, I decided to nurse her and I was, you know, able to, and, but I was having a lot of pain uh, with her latching. And so I had a, um, a really great lactation consultant come to my house and evaluate us. And um, she felt like that there was potentially some issues with a tongue tie. And so she connected us with various professionals in the area to have it looked at and intervened on. And one of those people uh, was a, a craniosacral worker and uh, she organized the workshops that I later attended with Sophia and that's how we met. Oh, okay. So, so um, those mm -hmm. were the clinic, the craniosacral clinic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. In San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. So the, 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 I feel really fortunate to have had the support I did with the nursing because it, it was a struggle at first and I was, determined to stick with it but I also understood why it's hard for people and you know it it can be a tricky situation um the lactation consultant was really great um Sophia ended up I took her to the craniosacral you know initially and um that actually I feel like was the thing that helped with the painful latch so even one session with her um, was effective in, in helping us be successful at nursing. So I was a big fan. I was hooked after that. <laughs> I, I can't say I understand why or how it is, it's magical to me, but it, it's definitely something I'm a fan of and do recommend to people now. And so what prompted you to continue to go to the clinic um, if one visit with craniosacral therapy help the latch? Well, uh, I think uh, she has sent out an, an invitation and, and an email and I was you know, really excited about my initial impression of it. And I thought, you know, if it can help with that, I imagine there's, you know, a lot of health benefits to having this done. And so we, um, we went to one in Berkeley initially, and then we ended up going to another one in San Francisco, and that's where we met. Uh -huh. And I'll, I'll never forget the time that we met, Laura, because you were with another practitioner, and you know the focus in the clinics was always the baby, because that's where um, the the um, kind of the topic that you know everybody was focusing on was working on the babies. Mm -hmm. But almost instantly, you clued in to me uh, as the mother and noticing the way I was holding myself. And I had uh, started, you know, struggling with a headache, which was a chronic condition for me. 
that I had had since a teenager, really, where I'd get these routine headaches periodically. Um, and I was, you know, always, you know, seeking out ways to treat them, usually with chiropractic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the kind of the standard chiropractic methods. And um, so when I met you and you clued in to me, it kind of made me realize, oh, you know, this is kind of a really holistic way of looking at children and families. And then you explained to me more about, you know, the, the chiropractic work that you do. And it really resonated with me because my issue is my neck. And mm-hmm. I got very curious about the work that you do. and and kind of all sprung from there. Excellent. Thank you for sharing. And um, so you did go and you got your x-rays done, but that might have been a few months down the road. I can't remember exactly. Do you remember so that we could get your head on straight? Yeah, right, right. I think that the thing that um, is it was really ironic um, because we had met and then um, not long after that, um, I was with my mother in the car and we were actually traveling to the Jelly Belly factory for a visit just to go to where the factory because <laughs> she's from Montana and she had never been there before. So we were traveling to the Jelly Belly factory and on the way there, I was telling her about you and how I'm really interested in, in in your approach and chiropractic and how beneficial it might be. And then on the way home from visiting the Jelly Belly factory, uh, we got rear-ended on the freeway. And um, it caused, you know, some whiplash. Um, So after that happened, I I thought, you know, I really need Laura right now. I need to really invest in, in attending and getting this kind of help so that I can recover not only from the accident, but also to, um, you know, possibly recover from this, you know, chronic condition I've had for half my life. Mm-hmm. You were, and you were, were you a young adolescent when you started getting headaches or were you a middle or older teen? I was a teen. Um, maybe an older teen. I think I started going to a chiropractor when I was in college, like 18. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, did you, were you born by C-section or vaginal delivery? Vaginal. Mm-hmm. Did you have any trouble breastfeeding yourself? I was born in 1980. So a lot of mothers did not nurse then, um, including my mom. She, she bottle fed me. Okay. Did she tell you that you ever fell off the changing table or um, out down off the couch or bed or chairs or anything? I know. I've never asked. I don't know. That's a good question. Because I'm wondering how your neck got so out of alignment to begin with, you know, as a kid. We see a lot of babies, you know, that come in out of alignment from birth, but then to have it really affect you as a teen, something would have had to have happened, you would think. Mm. Did you play sports or do cheerleading or gymnastics? Because that can really misalign the spine. Yeah, I, um, I was uh, active in basketball and volleyball and cheerleading. Um, you know, another thing with 
my growing up is um, I grew up in a small town and I was the tallest girl in my class. And so I, I did have some poor posture growing up. I know that because I kind of wanted to be shorter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. A little self-conscious about it, maybe. Yeah. So you were always kind of stooping over to be the same height, maybe, or or yeah. maybe you had I bad think... posture because your neck was off all your life. That could be too. Yeah. yeah. And so when when you started coming in for yourself. Do you remember me telling you at that first craniosacral clinic about how moms and babies, um, they're together all the time, of course. And so the babies energetically morph their body into a similar uh, alignment that the mom has. Do you remember me talking yes. to you about that? Yes. Yes. And that impacted me because, you know, being a you know, just living in your own body, you can neglect things, you know, kind of easily, you know, just by ignoring things or just coming up with stories about why things exist. But mm -hmm. to become a mom and then you're solely responsible for their health and their well-being, uh, to hear that, it really put into perspective, like, you know, I really need to take care of myself because it can impact mm -hmm. my child. You know, we're, we're connected. So... Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That that impacted me. I that really sunk in. I hear somebody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's that number your... two. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about number two. Let's talk about how um how was that pregnancy? And you got a you got some chiropractic during that pregnancy. How how was your second pregnancy? Yes, it, it was, it was good too. Um, I, um, uh, again, you know, pretty much complication free for the duration of the pregnancy other than, you know, a few, few colds here and there. And, um, towards the end, again, a little bit of high blood pressure, but still was able to have, um, the kind of delivery that I was, you know, aiming for, which would, you know, just to have a, intervention free birth um and i did with a team of midwives again and um this one went quicker as they mm -hmm. often do with the second ones um it's hard for me to even say when the labor started because i didn't understand how um far along i was until i got to the hospital and within two or three hours he was born so um mm -hmm. I would have to say maybe it was a five hour labor, but wow. the first couple hours I was not as, um, uh, aware of how far I was progressing. So yeah. did you get um, that? Um, so, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No, please. Did you get that post birth high that they talk about? you know, from your hormones kicking in and the oxytocin and just feeling in your power because you did a natural birth yourself? Oh, yeah. I really, um, I feel good about being able to do that um, because, you know, from the very beginning, I, I always told myself that this is, my body's made for this, you know, and that this is, absolutely possible 
you know, and, and when you're in the middle of it, you kind of have to remind yourself of that a few times, you know, because it, it can get a, very intense. And um, it's really interesting because you you really go into like a, another place almost with your being. Like you, you almost go into what they call, like I call it labor land. I think that's from birthing from within, you know, like you go to this place and you're there and it's a really primal place and you just kind of are existing and letting your body work through it. And then, you know, you kind of come back into your body almost and there's this person and it's the mo the best high ever, you know, to, <laughs> to be able to meet them for the first time and to um, just witness that, that beginning of life, you know, it's, it's really, really beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing when soul enters the body at birth and it's just so magical and so sacred a time. You're so lucky. Yeah. 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 I know I am. And was, were there any breastfeeding issues with your second? How was the latch and all of that? No tongue tie this time? No, no tongue tie this time. Uh, there was, you know, just um, um, just a very minor issue that I knew I could work out with the lactation consultant at the hospital that we delivered at. So I just took a trip after discharge over to the hospital to visit with her, and she kind of helped with some positioning, and that actually resolved our issues that we were having. It wasn't um, the same as what we had with Sophia. Um, and I, I had just more experience. So I think that really helps. Um, so yeah, it, nursing went, went relatively well with him. And so did I, going back to Sophia, did she have a revision on her tongue tie or not? <laughs> Right. So that was suggested. Um, but when I uh, went in for one of her initial pediatrician appointments, mm -hmm. the, um, the pediatrician that we had was uh, just, he was an older guy. He was almost retired and he had seen a lot of babies and he felt pretty confident that he could handle this one. So he just went ahead and did this little itty bitty micro snip under her tongue. Mm -hmm. and um, sent us on our way. So we didn't have to go in, into an ENT or, or have like a, um, a major pr procedure done. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was minor tongue tie. It wasn't significant at all. It wasn't the kind that needed a lot of intervention. Okay. So, yeah, but it was still yeah. impacting us, you know? Yeah. So you didn't have to mm -hmm. do the like five times a day um, exercises by pushing on the wound to keep it from uh, coming back and being fibrotic and regrowing. Yeah, the, the lactation consultant helped us with that, with, you know, uh, putting your finger in there and, you know, kind of pushing around in the mouth. And um, okay. yeah, she helped us with that. Okay, wonderful. We are going to do a tongue tie series here on this podcast, but it's always good to good. hear people's experiences. And yeah, 
Um, yeah, that's good. I, I'm glad that you're going to talk about that because uh, it's something that I wasn't aware of before becoming a mother. And um, I think it's always good to have more discussion about it so that people can have awareness and know where to turn if they need right. to. Right. And I was going to ask you, did you, do you remember me adjusting Sophia, not doing craniosacral, but adjusting Sophia with an activator, one of those clicking tools? Yes. Yes, I do. And you, I remember you gave her a little toy one for her to uh, be a little chiropractor herself. <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe what you, what you would see done or anything about it for our listeners? Well, I, I mean, I, with my experiences in chiropractic, I've, um, had activators used on me. So I wasn't at all worried about it. I understood the activator that, you know, um, that it's a very gentle way of, um, uh, it's a gentle method. So I, I wasn't concerned about it being used on her. Um, mm -hmm. and it, it really fit in with everything that you do with children and, and babies, you know, the, All right, can you hear me? Yes. Yep. All right. We're just having a little audio difficulty. How's the earbud okay. going? Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Sorry about that. No problem. Didn't, did, um, so I seem to remember that Sophia had a bout of ear infections. Do you think? Um, pediatric chiropractic was helpful for that? Yes. Yes, it was. Um, and it, it makes sense. Like if you think about the anatomy of, you know, your ear and where, you know, your atlas is at and it, it's, I think it's very beneficial. I'm glad that I had that support. Um, because I, I felt like sometimes the doctors didn't always have great answers for it. Mm -hmm. I, I like that you had an alternative way of treating it. Mm -hmm. And how's, how's Sophia been the past year? Oh, she's doing great. Yeah, she's doing great. She, uh, the ear infections, um, you know, just were kind of in her second year of life as we were getting her into daycares and she recovered from those. Um, she's healthy girl, um, and she's doing really well. Um, she does have some speech therapy in her life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's linked to any of the initial, you know, tongue tie issues or not, but, um, we are getting some support for helping her with pronunciation and things like that. I I would venture a guess that it is inv it is probably involved, you know, that she had a tongue tie and it was snipped, and you know maybe it wasn't a really deep a real deep correction. I think it does play into um, speech difficulties, but we mm -hmm. just don't know, you know, how much. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, certainly everything was done at the time that 
that, that should have been done. We just, you just can't look back because you just never know. Right. You had the support that you had, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I was just talking to her and she sounds amazing. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's obviously working really well. And thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And you were, you were saying, um, in some, in an email to me, when I asked you about doing a podcast for parents that you were wondering if there could be an episode on older babies, cause you were always looking for good information on introducing solids and diet and nutrition for babies. And I actually mm -hmm. found a resource for you, um, Nourishing Traditions by Sally Fallon has a section on feeding babies. Have you ever heard of that book, Nourishing Traditions? No, no, I'd like to know more about it though. Uh-oh, your sound is a little down. Oh, okay. And, um, well, I can, I can send that to you in an email. For for parents, um, Sally Fallon, she um, she's a, a nutrition writer and speaker, and um, Nourishing Traditions, um, a wonderful book. It has a lot of recipes, and it's based on Western Weston Price's work around the world. When he went around the world and looked at this is a dentist who looked at cavities in original people, and when they were eating the diet that they were uh, were indigenous to them, they didn't have cavities, but when they would eat, like say the standard American diet, then they would start having all kinds of health problems and cavities. But so this book mm. is really about like um, feeding your body from like what your ancestors would eat that were that was lo local, natural, organic, and um, sustainable. And there's a section on babies. It's not a really big section, but there may be a whole book now. I just don't know. Um, and then you um, were interested in also um, an episode on bottle feeding because breastfed babies end up using bottles when mom has to work. And you worked with a lactation consultant who taught you about paste bottle feeding so that it matched breastfeeding. Can you just say a little bit more about that for parents or where they could look to find information on that? Yeah, I actually found some YouTube videos about it that kind of show um, you know, a demonstration just like my lactation consultant did. And um, you can just type in paste bottle feeding and find videos about it. Because um, it's when people use a bottle, they, they kind of just you know pop it in their mouth and hold it up and let the baby kind of chug it, and they end up um, doing a swallow, 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 swallow. Maybe they get a break, you know, every now and then, but um, that can um, create some difficulties for the babies. You know, they might get gas from it, um, and it also can create a, a dynamic where they either are getting too much milk and they might kind of reject the bottle or maybe they really like getting that and then they prefer the bottle over the breast. So if moms are trying to, you know, go back to work or just have other people helping with the baby with feedings, 
um, then that might be where baby's starting to get a preference or an aversion to a bottle. And um, to kind of avoid that, there's a way of pacing it so that it, it more is in tune with what they do on the breast, which, and, and I'm not an expert on this, but it, it's something kind of like a, um, they, they kind of draw out the milk a few times and then they swallow and maybe they'll take a breath you know, a little bit of a pause. There's kind of a rhythm that they get into that's more natural for them that they do on the breast. And so you can help use the bottle in that kind of rhythm to help them, you know, adjust to the bottle and, and be able to use it and then switch back to the breast again. That sounds really good. Mm -hmm. And so there are YouTube videos and what are they titled? Are they like paste bottle feeding titles? Yeah, that's what, that's just what I tell people to type in there and you know you'll find some some different videos on it or you know um i don't know of any any other kind of references like authors or anything like that but um i i, I would also encourage anybody who needs some more support with bottle feeding to reach out to a lactation consultant you know i often tell other moms to do that because they can help uh, with the transition, you know, they're not just there to help support you with feeding on the breast. They can help support feeding in other ways too. Mm -hmm. That's excellent. Yeah. Cause you don't think about it after the first few months getting used mm -hmm. to learning how to breastfeed. Were you surprised at how hard breastfeeding is? Cause I hear that from so many mothers. Did you feel that way too? Yeah, I didn't spend any time preparing for it at all. You know, I spent all this time knowing that I would go through this intense labor and that I needed to prepare my mind for that and do meditation and learn how to breathe and the hypnobirthing, everything. I just spent <laughs> so much time, you know, reading in the guests and stories, everything. But just, I spent zero time. Out. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. I spent zero time on learning about breastfeeding, so I really had to take a crash course, and I'm really glad I found some people to help me with that. Mm, I'm glad, too. Mm -hmm. So what are your daily habits that do you believe are helping you to be the best mom you can be? Or is there any... <laughs> any... <laughs> I mean, if you could get adjusted <laughs> weekly, that would be a good habit to be... Yes. I mean, I see moms. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just laughing because I'm constantly asking myself, am I being the best mom I can be right now with, you know, working full time and having two kids and a home and a husband and, you know, just feeling like I have so many things I want to focus on. And um, now with COVID, it's, like all of them are happening simultaneously, <laughs> you know? So um, some days I, I feel like I'm just doing what I should do to, to take care of what's in front of me. You know, that's kind of taking one step at a time. And, um, but obviously, you know, I know the, the resources that help in trying times, you know, with, with doing meditation and, and pranayama and yoga you know, um, having, you know, my spiritual practice, which has, these are usually the first things that get pushed to the side, you know, when you go into survival mode. 
And so trying to be gentle with that, not allowing myself to say, oh, you're not doing enough for yourself. You know, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Just sometimes focusing on what is in front of me is, is really what I need to do right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, ideally, I, I would love to be able to have more treatments with you and to um, take more time to clear my mind and things like that. Yeah. And I get little snippets here and there of times when I can do that. And mm-hmm. that's what I can do right now. Yeah. I mean, Just you're juggling a what lot. Is. Yeah. Right. It's all about balance, you know, and you're mm-hmm. trying to balance a lot of plates. Mm-hmm. And what are you the most grateful for, Jen? What am I most grateful for? It is my family. Um, that is what I'm most grateful for. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you've built so a beautiful, beautiful family. I was going to say, there's going to be a time when you're going to bring your little boy in to see me. It's been a while. I think mm-hmm. you said there was something you wanted me to check on him uh, in his sacrum or by his gluteal yeah. fold. Yeah, yeah there's, uh, there's a little, um, I don't know exactly what to call it. Like a dimple? Um, no, it's, it's on top of, uh, well, right at the base of the sacrum, there's like an extra little crack, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I, I, he's, he's seems to be developing fine. Like he's walking really strong and I've had the pediatrician look at it. So mm-hmm. hopefully it's not anything that's structurally, um, going to impact him in any way, but I am curious about it. And I would like to get your examination and perspective because I feel like your perspective is unique from other kinds of health practitioners. Well, I mean, the pediatricians really don't spend a lot of time studying the spine like we do as chiropractors, mm-hmm. and they can they can look at a sacrum that's out of alignment and not see it, and we can see it, and we know how to to work with it to eliminate mm-hmm. it. So he never crawled backwards or anything. Your no. Child. No. Okay. Because one thing, when the sacrum is out of alignment, they can crawl backwards or just army crawl or bootleg crawl. There's all different di- types of crawls. So I was just wondering. Interesting. Huh. So we'll have to take a look at that young man um, in the coming weeks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 13 months now. Yeah. Oh my God. <gasps> Time has flown yeah. tremendously. Yeah. Well, and, and actually our time has flown too, and I don't want to keep you from your family. I want to thank you for being on the podcast with me today and helping other moms with your experiences. And it's valuable to hear all the different things that you um, experienced. And I think you're really lucky and you had the support that you needed. And I was honored to be a part of your path. And I'm, I feel so grateful for you and um, knowing your daughter and son and husband. Um, Is there anything finally that you'd like to say, Jen? Thank you so much. 
for spending some time with me. It's an honor to spend time with you too. <laughs> oh, it's so fun talking with you and seeing you <laughs> finally after yes. five months of not, not seeing you from because of the pandemic right now. But you look really good. Yes. You look beautiful, happy, cheerful, and <laughs> just, you know, reach out if you need anything and we'll be seeing each other. And I want to thank all my listeners for listening. And um, if you have any comments, please write them and we'll try to address it. Um, and so we're going to be signing off now. We've got episode eight coming up and it will be with a, uh, I think an osteopath unless things change, but um, thank you all of you for listening. Thank you, Jen, for your time and many blessings all. Hey. Okay.